Have you ever gone after a dream most people would never even try? That was me. I'm Caroline Gardner, a single mom of three, who thought I could never accomplish something like a triathlon until I did, and everything changed. This is a show about people who dare to go after their dreams, especially when met with life's adversities. So let's go find out why we try. Welcome back to the Why We Try podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Gardner, and this is episode 66, the bonus episode in our Max Cycle miniseries. Before I introduce my next guest, here are two updates I want to give you about the Why We Try podcast. Number one, starting in our next episode, episode 67, I will be going back to the every other episode being a zone one with Caroline. These Zone 1 episodes are where I give reflections and share questions sent in by you, my listeners. Here's where you can submit your questions. Go on Spotify, and in each episode, there is a question box. Place your questions there. If you don't listen on Spotify, start. Otherwise, you can go over to Instagram, and you can DM Why We Try Podcast on Instagram your question there. Okay, the second update. This episode will conclude our Why We Try Gratitude Box secret phrase giveaway. A total of seven boxes will be shipped out on July 10th, 2023. So far, we have six winners. Today's episode could be your lucky day. To participate in this giveaway, you must listen to this episode for the secret phrase. Screenshot where you're listening to today's episode. Post it on your stories and Instagram and tag Why We Try Podcast and also tag Max Cycle and Fitness. Don't forget to include the hashtag secret phrase that you're going to hear in this episode. Now, for the introduction of our bonus Max Cycle ambassador guest. In today's episode, we are keeping it in the sunshine state and heading over to UM, University of Miami, because as they say, it's all about the U. Meredith Camel is UM's Executive Director of Communications, and when she's not working to bring everyone together on campus, she's fixing up some veggie creations paired with one of her off-the-bike favorite beverages, wine. Meredith opens up and shares how, back when she was in college, hundreds of miles from home here in, at UM, she was diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome. According to the Mayo Clinic, chronic fatigue syndrome causes profound fatigue, sleep abnormalities, pain, and is more commonly found in women. To this day, the cause is unknown, but may include environmental or genetic factors. We simply need more research. This disease can last for years or be lifelong. Meredith shares how, get this, cycling led to her feeling better. She shares her experience with different types of cycling and how she now loves gravel. When Meredith Meredith is not on her two wheels. She's traveling the world with her wife, Meryl Camel, and their fur baby pups. Grab your favorite beverage, slap on that sunscreen, and let's go find out why Meredith tries gravel. All right, everybody, as promised, we are here with Meredith Camel. Hey, Meredith, how are you today? Hey, Caroline, doing great. How about yourself? 
I'm very good. I'm fighting some mosquitoes that I think have found their way into my garage. <laughs> it's and, Miami. Uh, <laughs> that that's like, you know, second nature in Miami. We can't yeah. we can't avoid them. Can't avoid avoid them. I guess I'll just make them my friend today and have them join us. All right, we start every episode with our favorite beverage. So Meredith, did you bring your favorite beverage with you today? I did. It's in my little hydro flask container, which keeps it nice and, and cold. My favorite beverage is by a company named Hydrant. Not too many people know about Hydrant. I think it was a startup from some folks from maybe Harvard. Don't quote me on that. I'm just guessing. But the nice thing about it, it's a very simple formula. It's got your, your potassium, your sodium, your, I believe, magnesium, and just a hint of sugar, not too sweet. So for me, it's absolutely perfect. Awesome. And do they have different flavors? They do. They have a lovely array of flavors. You know, usually they're citrus like lime and, and things that are a little bit on the tart side, which I'm sort of a, a tart gal. So I enjoy some of those tart beverages. And that's what keeps me hydrated on the bike because of course, off the bike, I'm sometimes dehydrating myself with copious amounts of delicious wine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Awesome. Well, I'm going to take a sip of my water that I have here and also not a hydro flask, but it's a, it's a, have you ever heard of Build Your Life Resume by uh, Jesse Itzler? No, but I, I love it. All right. Cheers. All right. Well, I love uh, Build Your Life Resume because that's what I'm trying to do is build my life resume over all the other resumes that we have to put together out there. And I want to hear a little bit about your beginnings. You know, briefly tell us how you were introduced into the world of sports or endurance sports. Great question, because I'm so old that my beginning was so long ago, I have to kind of research the the cockles of my brain to, to remember. I'm from Philadelphia originally, and I've been in Miami since 1998. Growing up in Philadelphia, I was actually a tennis player. I played on my high school team. I played a little bit in college, and I just love sports. I played volleyball. I played softball. I was you know an all-around sports kind of kid. And I came to Miami, and not long after I arrived, I actually got very, very sick. I developed chronic fatigue syndrome. I, at that time, we didn't know what it was, but I had a fever that lasted a year and and I couldn't get off the couch. I couldn't play any tennis. I could I could barely walk myself around my house. It was it was pretty severe. So after a year of testing, they I finally found some experts in chronic fatigue and and they they diagnosed me and found out that's what it was. And I thought, well, there goes my life. I'm, you know, I can maybe work a little bit and rest in between, but I'm never going to be able to be active again. And lo and behold, I met some friends who were active cyclists, cyclists in the, in the community in Miami, and we became fast friends and they just, you know, couldn't stop talking about it. And so my wife bought a bike and I had my old, you know, whatever it was, mountain bike from 20 years ago. And, and when she bought a road bike, a Pinarello road bike, I was like, well, I, how am I going to keep up with you guys? <laughs> maybe I should buy a bike. So I bought a bike and I thought, you know, maybe I can do five miles here and there. And one step at a time, I started riding, five miles became 10, 10 became 15. And really during the pandemic, I did my first century ride, got connected with the folks at Max Cycle, who I always say one of the reasons I'm an ambassador is because they don't just sell bikes, they they build a community of cycling within, within Miami. And so there were events that taught me how to ride in a group and taught me, you know, the basics of bike care maintenance and, and all the things, you know, again, it's like wine, the more sips you have, the more you want to taste. So mm -hmm. that's how it was with me for cycling. And now I think really I've, I'm at this level of cycling since the pandemic, I've lost about 20 pounds. I still fight from time to time with fatigue and fevers and some of the immune 
system responses that happen with this disease, but I manage it better than I ever thought I could. And I attribute that all to cycling. I really do. Wow. That's huge. So much to unpack there because <laughs> as I, I know it's a long, it's a long journey, you know, yeah. and, and growing up in the Northeast, like I think of, but I'm thinking of tennis and I'm like, God, there must've been a lot of indoor tennis, you know, with the snow and everything, but we do develop this. And every time I go up to visit up North, I think of like this grit that, was raised with, you know, it's like, you have to, you got to go to school. It's snowing. So what, you know, you got to get outside (laughs) and, and embrace the elements And here, you know, it's definitely, you know, we're sunshine. How many days, how many days out of the year? Yeah. We get a a monsoon here and there, but then we get right back to the sunshine, but I can't imagine being so many miles away from, from home, so to speak, you know, where we know everybody and then going through this and specialists and testing and everything. But then to hear that through the pandemic, which was a scary time, and that you were experiencing a different a different thing, you know, you were going after something that brought joy to you and how and that it, helped. It's really an interesting conundrum if you think about it, because you're right, you know, being immunocompromised. It, yeah, it was, thank you. It, it it was challenging during COVID. And I did actually, my wife is just retired from the fire department. She was a captain for Miami-Dade Fire Rescue for 30 years. And during the pandemic, she got it on the job. She was one of the first people we knew who had it. She had the sniffles. It wasn't really bad for her. And she gave it to me and I was sick for three weeks. I mean, I was, you know, 102 and because I'm immunocompromised, it really affected me. It knocked out my taste and smell, by the way, for about two years and I couldn't drink wine. It was awful. (laughs) So there's that. that Yeah. I was like, I'll take anything, (laughs) but bring those taste buds back. And and so, you know, interestingly, after I recovered, the, the beautiful thing about COVID, if there was ever a silver lining, was the fact that my job enabled us to work from home. And that opened up a whole different set of, of free time that I could really at my own pace. I, I found some new friends, uh, some of whom I just picked up on the side of the road. <laughs> they were cycling and they, you know, people kind of tag on and, yeah. and they ride well. And so we built this little community of those of us who were working from home and we encouraged each other and we we went longer and farther and you know, and that was, that would have never happened if we weren't working from home through the pandemic. So that, that definitely was a silver lining. Yeah, that's true. And, and also finding, finding those friendships. I, I was just talking with Dora Torres, who's also one of our Mac cyclist ambassadors and, and a big gravel inspiration really, as she continues and in, in, in seeking all different gravel routes here in South Florida. And something that she told me is like, you know, sometimes as we go through certain transitions or shifts in life, or just as we get older and finding circles of friends that are in alignment with things that are important to us can be a little bit challenging, especially I feel in Miami, it can be, it can be a little bit challenging. It's a push, push, go, go nonstop. We're in this big city, got a lot going on all the time. We're always in the news. And how do we find those circles that help us? to, you know, keep, keep going here. Right? I feel, I feel so fortunate to be, to have activities that are social, you know, they're, they're physical, but they're social. I, I have friends who live in other parts of the country and whether they live there, or even some friends who live here in Miami, who are not into cycling or outdoor activities, they have a really hard time meeting people. 
And especially now with COVID, with more people working from home, you don't have that office interaction. And I think, like I said, I talked about Mac being building a, a community of people. I, I met Dora through Mac. I met, you know, several other people. And now, of course, N plus one, I had to buy a gravel bike. So now I have three bikes. Thank you, Dora. It's all Dora's fault. Blame Dora. But, you know, that's, you know, you meet people and they open up your eyes to to a whole new world. And and the folks who got me into cycling, the folks who got me into different parts of cycling, again, I it's it's life changing. I can't imagine where I would be in my life physically or or emotionally without this community. I love it. I love it. I One of the things that Dora had explained, and I wonder if you felt this too, was that when she went... She said she was borrowing a mountain bike, went out on a gravel ride, and she had this feeling of of playing bikes, right? And feeling like a kid again. And I thought that that was something that a lot of us did experience, you know, when you're in that moment of the pandemic where like everything's shutting down and you have to just get to the basics. Like what's the basics? Of, and now here we are where things are, you know, coming back. Well, the deadlines are coming back, basically. All the deadlines and all the demands are coming back. And, and we have to meet the deadlines. We have to meet whatever, whatever outside pressures are being put on us, whether it's for like, for my kids' education, for my school, for work. And, and so how we can kind of hold on to those moments that kept us feeling so in the moment and free and, and, and enjoying our surroundings and respecting, especially, you know, our are beautiful, untouched parts of South Florida. How has that kind of experience of being out there with the gravel, it's definitely different than road cycling. Has that started to, to take, you know, an effect on you being out there and seeing the untouched parts of South Florida? It is it well, you know, the, the best benefit of gravel is you don't have to deal with horrible Miami traffic and drivers who are angry and and you know and reckless and dangerous. So to me that's just the most the biggest benefit of gravel. You know, there are parts of South Florida and other parts of Florida and other parts of the country that I would love to see by gravel bike and and places to explore. I see pictures of, and unfortunately, you know, those things take time. They take planning. So here close to home, it's, it's nice to find places that, you know, might not be as scenic. They might not even be that much more scenic than road cycling in, in some, in some ways, but just not being the ease of not having to worry if a car is going to come too close to you. That's, that's a beautiful thing. The interesting thing about cycling for me in terms of the beauty and nature and being outside is it's such a way to fight anxiety. It depletes anxiety. When you get on a bike, if you're not think you're not thinking about anything else and you're depleting that energy, I sleep better. You know, I mean, the nights that the the nights after I've cycled in the morning, I'm I'm sleeping like a champ. It's incredible. Yeah, huh? <laughs> And and, you know, there's another aspect of it, too, that someone once told me, you know, when you work in a city or you're working in an office, everything that you're looking at is square. It's rectangular. It's it's geometric. When you're out in nature, nature is free form. And there's something about this vision of looking at at free form structures that is cathartic, that is soothing, that is I mean, this is just one theory, of course. But, you know, you take that and, you know, combine it with wildlife and birds and water and and the things that you do see from, from a lot of places on on gravel bikes especially it's just it's the whole package it really is it is it is we are always looking at things that are in a i'm looking at it right now i'm looking at a screen everything is mm-hmm. everything's right <laughs> but the free form really causes you to pause we need those moments day in and day out right 
every day, you know, it's about being mindful. Sometimes when I'm driving, I, I try to zoom out my focus and just look at the, the great expanse of trees and think, God, look at all of these things from a distance. I mean, it's just remarkable how many trees are in this one, you know, area and it's, mm -hmm. and they're all, they're, what are they doing to the air that I'm breathing in the environment? You know, if you take a moment to actually think about what's happening on a granular level, it's sort of mind blowing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We are just only this big. We're this, we're a very small part of, of a big, beautiful universe out there. One thing that I'll say when we're driving where we, where we live here, and I bet you've seen them are the, the beautiful macaws that go mm. up and down US1 right near UM, University of Miami. And it's, you know, it's hard if you're focused on the, the crazy upset drivers, but if you look up at sunrise or sunset, there they are flying up and down and it's beautiful. It's beautiful to watch them, but we have to be aware of our surroundings, exactly. right? Hey everybody, now's a great opportunity for us to take a pause and for you to take a sip of your favorite beverage. I hope you have an electrolyte tucked in that hydration of yours, because if you're in Miami, Florida, it is a triple digit scorcher of a day. Okay, now it's time for our secret phrase, gratitude box giveaway. Today's secret phrase is hashtag home team. Again, it's hashtag home team. Now make sure you take a screenshot wherever you're listening to today's episode, go over to Instagram and post in your stories the screenshot wherever you're listening to today's episode. Make sure to tag Why We Try Podcast as well as Max Cycle and Fitness. Don't forget to include your hashtag home team. And you, if you're the first person to do this, will be eligible for our final bonus gratitude gift box giveaway. That'll be the seventh box. Okay, grab another sip of your favorite beverage and let's get back to my conversation with Meredith Camel. Awesome. So I guess it's safe to say that your why and, uh, you know, got to bring it back to why we try, why we try anything in endurance has really shifted. Like, it sounds like, you know, obviously when we're younger, our why in any kind of sport can be for a multiple of reasons, right? But then as you were going through and, and finding this hobby, and then it, it's like line, aligns with offering you a good rest, you know, good, good sleep and recovery and those little steps. Now at this point, what, what would you say as you continue, do you find your why and getting out? Has it it's shifted? It's transitioned, right? It's changed. It, it has, you know, when I, when you're a kid and you, you play sports, you don't really think too much about what it does for your body. At least when I was a kid, you know, it was fun. You know, it was fun. I was with my friends. I was playing competition. I was challenging myself to try to get better. And those things still exist. But as you get to be my age and a little bit older, you realize that the more that you can keep yourself fit for longer, the better quality of life you're going to have for many reasons like I mentioned, the, you know, fighting anxiety and, and having a calm, cool headed approach on my day at work, that all stems from a really good ride in the morning where I've depleted all of that excess toxic stuff <laughs> that built, that builds up, you know, I'm sleeping better at night. My chronic fatigue syndrome is in check for the most part. As you know, I love wine. I also love food. I'm, I'm plant-based, but, but I eat a lot of it <laughs> and I love donuts. I'm not going to lie. I mean, donuts are kind of, <laughs> are kind of, kind of plant-based. So 
you know, when I, when I ride, when I exercise, I can enjoy more of the things that, that taste good, whether it's, you know, food or, mm. or drink or, or what have you. So, or donut. <laughs> or, or donut. Well, that's food. That's, that's a basic food group in my, in my world. So yeah, there's the, you know, the, the, I think the why is just expanding each year, each moment I'm finding new benefits, things I hadn't even thought of that just opened my eyes to say, this is, this is just something I love. I love. And, mm. and I love the diversifying across the different types of cycling, whether it's, we talked about gravel, we talked about road bike, but one of the first things I ever did to get into biking as a kid was mountain biking. And so now it scares the bejesus out of me, uh, even on a beginner trail, but that keeps me human. And it also, the great thing about mountain biking is number one, it it really fine tunes your bike skills. So I've learned balance and visualization and, and other techniques on the mountain bike that I apply to my road bike and my gravel bike. And it's helped tremendously. Wow. Number two, it it builds strength and endurance because riding a mountain bike is really a lot harder <laughs> than just sort of the simple cadence of, of road cycling. And number three, more than any other bike, when I'm on my mountain bike, I can't think about anything else in my life other than don't hit that tree. Do not hit that tree. Do not go over that cliff. And so, you know, it really is a, a good exercise and focus. So all types of cycling, road cycling helps endurance on gravel and on mountain bike. They all are interchangeable in the benefits they provide each other. So it's, mm. it's really a great triumvirate. <laughs> have you exercise. done, have you, so for mountain biking, have you gone out to Virginia Key and done the, the trails that they have there? Yes, I, I do Virginia Key. I actually really like Amelia also. That's a nice, flowy, you know, fun trail system. Uh, I was fortunate enough two years ago, I, I did a skills camp with Liv. It was in Montana. We did a, a mountain bike skills camp and it was tremendous. I mean, I learned a lot. I met some great people from all around the country and I did my first downhill mountain biking, you know, where we here in Florida, it's all man-made. So you go up, you go down, you go up, you go down, <laughs> but only little, little journeys of up and down. This yeah. was, you jump in a truck and they take you to the top of a mountain and you try not to die on the way down. Oh my <laughs> so God, that's I learned, crazy. I, I learned how to use my drop receipt post for the first time. I'm like, wow, this is exciting. Sometimes in life, we have to scare ourselves just a little bit to know what we're yeah. capable of. Yeah. but just a little bit because any more than that and then we become incapacitated. <laughs> we don't want that. We need to be here. But I, I, I like that what you're saying about your third point, which is but also, you know, it's keeping you present. You know, these things where we have to, we have to, that's what I found with triathlon and, and it helped me with swimming too, is that the demands of everyday life, whatever is, is causing anxiety or stress from the outside world, when you're doing something that is is asking of you, I need you to be here in this moment now, and I'm going to show you something even that's going to amaze you. That's what that's what swimming and, and cycling has done. And now I'm very curious. This mountain biking thing keeps coming up in my life. And I have a feeling, I have a feeling that I'm going to get out there somehow. But so I like to hear, and I'm going to get some information from you and I'll, I'll put it in the, the show notes here for everybody listening. Introduction of mountain biking. Because again, being in Florida, it's just, it's a challenge to find these kind of bases. We have those fun routes over on Virginia Key, but to go straight down, I mean, that's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's exciting, but it's also, are you clipped in, right? 
Yeah, and there's a there's a big debate in the community about whether you want to go, you know, being clipped in or they they have some really great shoes that are sticky to pedals. My wife actually prefers that. She's she switched it out. I like clips on mountain bike because my clips are super easy. They come out real fast. As a road cyclist, I'm used to clipping and unclipping. And I like I like the traction. I like the grip that they give me and the leverage they give me in climbing. You know, mm. to me, I, I'm always a little afraid of slipping off my pedal when I'm I'm climbing a steep climb. Well, steep for me is like easy for anyone else. <laughs> but even so, you know, I, I really like having that leverage. And so I'm I prefer being clipped in on my mountain bike. But you know, it is a learning curve and you just have to kind of push yourself gently. I can do intermediate now. Most intermediates I'm I'm fairly comfortable doing. I don't think I ever even want to do a hard, a hard trail. Yeah. I, it's, yeah. I don't need that in my life. I'm, 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 you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine just zipping around, you know, doing some climbs and flying, like playing bikes, you know, that's, yeah. that's what it's all about. But totally. I will say that when I first bought my mountain bike from Max Cycle, Randy Egways, you know, oh, he's, yeah. uh, he's, he's great. He took me out there and he gave me some basic pointers even before I took the skills camp. And so all of those little tidbits of information are so very important and, and they help you feel a little bit more confident when you're, when you're riding. Yep. Uh, Max Cycle has so, so much to offer us, not just in the, in the, in the, in the purchasing of bikes, but uh, also with information. And like you said, a community. So I'm very grateful for them. And, and every ambassador that I've talked to so far has said the same thing. You know, it's, it's definitely a one of a kind community here in the heart of, of Miami. So I'm grateful for them that they keep growing and this ambassador program continues to grow. We have so many and so many that are not just here in South Florida, but internationally, which is really, really cool. So right now we're gonna take a sip of our beverage and then we are going to do the rapid fire round questions. Oh boy. All right, All right. We'll let me get ready. Quick sip here. Okay, here we go. First question. Are you a sunrise or sunset training or just going out for a nice ride? What's your favorite? I see a, I see a picture behind you. So I wonder. Yeah, my picture is <laughs> deceiving because it could be sunrise or sunset. You never know. You have Actually, to know. It, yeah. Right. <laughs> that, that's another. Well, sunrise would be the quick answer. The the interestingly, I was I was a night owl my whole life until I took up cycling. And the only reason I will get out of bed before 730 in the morning is to ride my bike. <laughs> the best but way. now I do. I enjoy I enjoy the, the early morning ride. The early morning. Yeah. Bikes will do that to you, right? All right. Number two, your hype up person. Who's the person that really hypes you up, motivates you, encourages you? You know, I have to say my wife, because if she said, if I say anyone else, she's going to kill me, <laughs> but it's true. She's, she's the person who both knows how to push my buttons and fire me up in, in an angry way. <laughs> but also, you know, when the chips are down and I've had a rough day, she's the person who knows exactly what to say, to put it in perspective, to bring me down to, you know, to an earthly level. I love that. That's awesome. And I'm grateful for her and, and getting that Pinarello. And then for you going, True. hey, I need to change it up. I got to keep up with you guys. That's awesome. Driven by jealousy. Always <laughs> driven by jealousy. <laughs> I love it. Formal. All right. Number three, your favorite gear. Your favorite gear from, of course, Max Cycle. But what's your favorite gear? <laughs> oh, my favorite gear. Let's see. I mean, my bike. You know, that I just love my bike. <laughs> I, I am in love with my bike. I know her name is Stella. She's, she's, you know, when I'm climbing, I'm like, Stella, 
she's great yeah my bike awesome. I, my I was bike. asking dora the other day i'm like do you have names for your bike because joanna murphy who is an announcer from ireland for iron man and for europe she was telling me that she names her bikes like horse like like horse races names yep and i'm like ooh, i gotta get it i gotta think about i gotta put some time and effort to study this but i like stella i almost named my youngest stella because of really Oh, yeah, I know. Yep. From the it's a great name. Funny story about bike names. So I bought Rachel's Topstone, her her the gravel bike, the Cannondale mm -hmm. Topstone, and she never named it. And so I was like, Topstone, hmm, Tootsie, Tootsie Topstone. It's an awesome name. She's like, no, she gets so angry whenever I call to. I'm like, something's wrong with Tootsie. She's like, do not call her that. <laughs> Don't say Tootsie is not a Tootsie. Come on, Tootsie. <laughs> but it goes. I mean, they kind of go together. Perfect. Oh my God. Like if it. you saw Tootsie, you'd be like, uh-huh, Tootsie. Come on, Tootsie. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. We have to name our, our bike. All right. Number four, your favorite Mac cycle kit. Oh, hands down. That's the new ambassador kits, the white, yellow, and black. It's super comfortable. And the, especially the shirt, they designed those, the jerseys for Florida, for Miami weather. And I like a tight fitting jersey. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's kind of like the girdle for the girdle <laughs> of cyclists. Yeah, they make us <laughs> so, look fantastic. They really does. came it through does. for us. <laughs> but it's super thin and super breathable. So yeah, that's hands down my favorite kit. Awesome. I love that one as well. Okay. The last question, your hype up song or playlist? Well, hype up song would have to be, I go old school here, Eye of the Tiger the theme from the Rocky movies. Cause you know, a girl from Philly, yeah. you know, I, I, I <laughs> hear it. And I imagine, else. <laughs> I imagine myself riding up those steps of the, of the art museum in Philadelphia. But probably with your mountain bike, you can just like hop up, right? Oh, in my dreams. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I would love to see that. Actually. I wonder if mm -hmm. someone can pull that off now. That would be fantastic. Uh <laughs> I'll start training. Right. Well, <laughs> It's been awesome sitting with you and finding out your why and that you try. And thank you so much for your time today, Meredith. I'm so honored to be here and just thank you for reaching out to me and thank you for what you do. Thanks for highlighting our stories because, you know, it's inspirational to, to folks who exercise and don't exercise and, and want to get to different levels and just feel a sense of community. So thank you for what you do. Absolutely. Well, have a great rest of your day. I hope you get a chance to get out there this weekend, this upcoming weekend. And all right, guys, have a great one. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Well, guys, this concludes today's episode in our six-part Max Cycle mini-series. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's conversation as much as I did, then head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave us a written review or a five-star review. Remember, Hitting that follow or subscribe button helps our podcast organically be seen by all those who are in need of redefining their why and all they try. Keep moving and always carry on.